I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I am so thrilled to have my next guest here. We have Jana Rohner, who is the founder and chairwoman of Image Skincare. And I absolutely am so excited to do this interview because Image Skincare has been on my radar for many, many years. If you've ever had a facial in any spa, chances are that an esthetician has used image products on you as Image Skincare has been stocked in over 25,000 spas across the country. Back in 2003, Jana, who is a licensed esthetician, started the brand in hopes of showing others how she could help them after she had helped herself battle skin issues with rosacea. I just love the company, the products, everything about it. Jana is just a complete rock star, and I uh, love all about her journey. I'm so excited to hear more about it. So welcome, Jana. Thank you, Karen. Nice to see you again. Absolutely. And I'm, uh, I also want to give a shout out to C200. We were both uh, chatting a little bit about that. We're both a part of that amazing organization. And uh, I know that many people, if you don't know about C200, definitely check it out. And uh, it's such a great group of, of ladies that are a part of it. So, well, before we get into hearing about image skincare and your journey and building it, I would love to hear about kind of the early years. Like, did you always know that you were going to become a beauty entrepreneur? Beauty entrepreneur? No, probably something related to skincare. Probably. Yes. You know, I, uh, I don't know. I, Growing up, I always really had a passion for skincare and I have three older sisters and, and my mother. And I think we were just constantly always in the bathroom using new creams and new scrubs and different things for our skin. Um, and my mother, she is, um, Cherokee Indian and she has very, she has a lot darker skin than I do. But she was such a big proponent of even sunscreens. So I kind of got, I guess, the beauty bug from her. And then my father is an immigrant from Poland. And he's a farmer, entrepreneur, uh, definitely a self-made businessman. So I was kind of surrounded by beauty and, you know, this whole idea of being an entrepreneur. So early on, I think those are the two little bugs I got that, that stuck with me. And when I went to college, I worked for a really great Fortune 100 company for about nine years and worked my way up the ladder, Um, had a great job, flew on my first private jet with clients. You know, here I was raised on a farm in Nebraska. I couldn't believe it, managing a whole bunch of people. But deep down, I, I hated it. I think I was a misfit probably in the corporate world. 
I never felt like I fit in, although I always put like the face that I did fit in, but I would go home and say, what am I doing? I just hate this. And so I quit my job and I went back and got my aesthetic license. So I went from making a whole bunch of money to my first job out of school. I was making 15 bucks an hour at a plastic surgeon's office doing skincare. I was like the first one in. I would always be the last one to lock up. I just, I just loved it. So I, I, I did put in the hard work. I did the treatments for many, many years. I learned about all kind of our competition. And so I got a small loan from a bank and started a collection of about 18 products and some professional peels. And we shipped out of my um, apartment in Houston, Texas, and a one-bedroom apartment. And I stocked everything near the kitchen. They were just all up in boxes. Um, and that's kind of how we launched, you know, like tw- it's 20 years this year. Wow. So, that's, yeah, that's, that's wild. Kind of how it went, you know, that's crazy. So how did you decide to actually launch a product? I mean, there's a ton of people who are estheticians that have not launched products. Uh, so how, what made you kind of think this is what I need to do? You know, I in this plastic surgery clinic in Houston that I worked, we carried all of the top brands that are still around today. So I got to see the formulas. I did the education. I did their training. I met the sales reps. I would sometimes visit their corporate offices, you know, as a big client. And I just saw, I thought, I, I think I can do this better with better products that work better, smell better you know, or at a better price. Um, and, and I, how often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay. Maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn, quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip, Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. 
And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is Super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. I think the missing, the, the, the piece that I thought could, could be improved in the whole skincare world is a bunch of passionate people. Mm-hmm. Because even in, in high school and college, I sold Mary Kay, you know, cosmetics and skincare. Mary Kay, yes. And she was so inspirational and I never got a pink Cadillac or I was never at that level, but I would go to those conventions and I would see these women that this product changed their life, mm-hmm. you know, because Mary Kay gave this, um, them this opportunity to be a housewife and have a pink Cadillac and to gain recognition. And what, when you have a leader that appreciates and, and you bring this fold of People that love it. I mean, who would have thought she could have built that that brand, right? 
So I, I knew that that was kind of missing in the professional world. I, I saw the sales reps and they were just in it kind of like I was in that job, in it for the money, in it for the title, in it for all the perks that go along with it. But at the end of the day, they probably weren't in it for the right reasons. And so I thought if you hired only estheticians to like be educators and we have only estheticians answer our phone in customer service and my kind of C-suite are a lot of estheticians, it just creates a whole different atmosphere of people who know the skin and love it and really care people before profit, you know? So that that's kind of how I, I got that bug. So smart. So in terms of the formulations, though, you had a backstory I read that you had a reason that you really felt like what you were developing was super different than anything in the market. So can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So I suffered from really severe rosacea, which means you're just red all the time, no matter what you do. Whatever makeup you put on, you're red. Sometimes you had really bad bumps, bad acne. And I just couldn't get that cleared up. So my first products and the first collection, I, you know, had a couple of chemists that I work with still to this day. I still work with them. And we put together these products for rosacea that were not prescription, but were professional products and then a treatment associated with it. So that collection was really the first formula that we brought to the market. And actually that collection is still number one after 20 years. So we've reinvented it. We've, you know, reformulated, we put better, newer, cooler stuff in it, but that philosophy, it really works because a lot of people have dry dehydrated red skin and they don't know why. Yeah. No, definitely. So your products are a staple in many facial, um, or not just facial spas, but in spas in general, Uh, so how did this happen? Um, you, I mean, people would love to be in as many spas as, as you're in. I mean, how did that grow across the country? So, you know, rapidly, I mean, it, you know, it sounds pretty simple, but our, our philosophy was kind of, you know, tackling one wrinkle at a time. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds so basic, like really, but when, when I would hire estheticians or educators or anybody on the phone, we would just really treat that customer like it's the only client or patient they had. Mm-hmm. And you solve that problem. And then you go to a spa and you help them sa- solve a lot of problems. And then that spa talks to other people and the, the business just grew. So I think that the product's we're, we're very innovative and very results oriented. And, you know, I think we built a team slow and steady that took care of the customer and educated them. And, you know, as a result, we just, we kind of pretty much grew the business, but we, we all had a clear vision of what was the most important thing. And it was solving the problem in front of you. That's amazing. So what have you learned about the beauty industry over the years that has been, if you had to break down some of the most challenging aspects of it and how it's changed, you've obviously had probably a lot more competition than even when you first started. What would you say has kind of been the most challenging and kind of just dealing with the beauty industry? Probably the most challenging is really to be the leader versus the follower in innovation. And to stay up on trends. 
Mm-hmm. And so I've been very fortunate that, you know, I've traveled a lot, you know, to all over the world and specifically to kind of look at what those trends are, whether it's in Seoul, Korea or Switzerland or, you know, Asia. And so I, I, I think if you kind of try to get a global view of how the beauty industry works, then you can kind of fine tune your ideas and formulas. But I think probably the biggest challenge just from a leadership issue is um, learning to follow your gut Mm -hmm. and follow your instincts. And I have found that when I did not do that, whether somebody who I thought was smarter or more experienced or had a, a better resume than me or, you know, had, had maybe had more success, but I didn't follow my gut. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the hardest lessons I've learned. Um, I think you need to follow your gut and generally your first instincts are pretty right. Yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, I think also the, uh, what is the saying that, you know, hire slow, uh, fire fast. I mean, when you see somebody, uh, I, I think that most founders I know have a pretty good gut they do. on, on people. So maybe that's not, that's not the case in every founder, but many of the founders I know have a pretty good gut. And I think that that's something that they, when they look at sort of growing their company, uh, it's definitely, they can look back and say, I should have, um, but they right. didn't, right? Right. And and I think we talked about this a little bit before we we jumped on here today. But I, I think the other thing that I've learned is you really have to surround yourself with people that you trust. Mm-hmm. You know, trust is not a chapter in a business book. Trust is not a chapter in a formula book. Mm-hmm. You know, trust is not a chapter in really a marketing book. But you really have to trust those partners that you associate with, and trust the people that you're surrounded with. To make sure they're just good people, they're yeah. honest. They're they have some integrity. They have a track record of integrity. I mean, look, everybody makes mistakes, and nobody is perfect. And there's never a hundred percent of anything. But I, I think that trust is is really really important. You know, because I mean, you talk about growing, and I mean, image is an overnight twenty year success. It took twenty totally. years. You know. And that, that is a, a lot of circle of trust with a lot of people, you yeah. know, down to every aspect of your business, like you, like the cap on the bottle, your vendors, your suppliers, the supply chain, you know, it goes down to those levels where you got to have, you, you want to want to go to dinner with people you work with. And if you don't, then you probably don't like it very much. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think you really you know, we talked about this earlier, whether it's uh, a vendor, a supplier, your board members, your trusted advisors, if you don't want to go to dinner with them or have that cup of coffee or that extra glass of wine, then you maybe need to rethink that relationship. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Well, and I think the, the, the challenge for so many people is that they think that they're doing their due diligence and, you know, they're calling around, maybe you're checking references on people or not only for employees, but also for people that you're having in your company as investors. And it's tough. It's really hard to be able to, you know, see whether or not they're going to be the same cultural fit or, um, you know, I feel for people as they're growing their businesses because I think it's 
it's really challenging and there's no easy answer for it either. There isn't, but I'll tell you, there's so many tools available now from, you know, online tools where you can get some sort of a psychological profile to looking at the color of, of people, looking at their decision-making skills, looking at their judgment skills that we didn't have, you know, or I didn't have in those early days or I didn't utilize it. But I think those taking those extra steps mm-hmm. on those important hires or important relationships that are going to blend together, I think are really important because I've had situations where high level people initially, I was on board, everything ticked and tied. But then if I had done that little bit deeper dive that may have been a little costly, I would have probably seen some red flags. So I think I encourage listeners to really do as much as you can with the funds you have on those important hires to make sure it's the right cultural fit and it fits in your 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 judgment rails. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I also think in terms of tools that just seeing, I get calls a lot from people who know that I'm connected to different people on LinkedIn or um, somewhere on social. I think that just really understanding how you know people, um, you know, do you really know these people or how involved um, have you seen them make decisions? Do you know other people that have worked with them? Um, I think that that is, um, those are areas that you can check out even that don't cost you any money, right? That's that those right. are just phone yes. calls. And I think we need to um, definitely uh, do more of that as entrepreneurs in, in building the company. So uh, being an entrepreneur is brutal. It's definitely uh, got sort of a glamorous halo over it. Um, but as you know, it can be uh, super challenging and not only developing a product or a series of products as as you've done, but also scaling it. Um, it can be really tough. How do you stay motivated on those really kind of challenging days where you know there's been a screw up and you know you're you've got to jump back in and and fix things or or else um, you know you're gonna really have a more challenging day ahead. Yeah, no, an entrepreneur is not easy. It's certainly all that glitters isn't gold, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of see the end product, but you don't see all the hard back-end work it takes to get there. But I think what keeps me motivated is, um, I guess, a vision that we've that I've always had of what, what, what do I want this company to be? And we're number one now in the spa channel, but what is the vision for the future, even 10 to 15 years ahead? And so that's the first thing that kind of keeps me motivated. I think the second thing that keeps me motivated is I just always ask myself, is this really where I want to be? Mm -hmm. I could be anywhere in the world, but is this where I want to be today? Do I want to be doing this? Do I like working with these people? Do I, I like the challenges that, that, that are, you know, facing me. And I think if the answer is yes, then you have to take a deep breath, maybe unplug for the day to kind of regroup and then tomorrow, you know, start again. But um, I think to stay motivated, you're not motivated every day. Every Mm -hmm. day is not a great hair day. Every day is not a great skin day. It's just not. And to think it's just all roses every day is, is not, you know, the case. 
But I think that you also can't be so hard on yourself about mistakes because the only way you know success is you have to have a lot of failure, a lot, and you have to pick yourself back up. And I think that's what separates people is those people who don't quit. And you see where they quit in a lot of things, you know, could be business, it could be relationships, it could be marriage, it could be a lot of things, but usually people who quit at one thing quit at a lot of things. Yeah. You know, no, it's, uh, because it's not easy. Yeah. Especially in the beauty business. It's not easy. So what are your favorite ingredients at the moment that you are just like, you were so excited to finally see that ingredients were found or the technology is finally there? What is it that you think is just the the be all and end all of ingredients in beauty cosmetics today? I think in skincare, for me, it's really retinol. We all Mm -hmm. know retin-A. But now, and Retin-A, I don't know if you've ever tried it, but it can make your skin very red and irritated and you can't go out in the sun. But retinol or, you know, a derivative of Retin-A is really the holy grail for Mm anti-aging. And I think now they've, they've kind of encapsulated it. They've made it just as strong, but no more irritation. So I'm very enthusiastic about using retinol every night if you can, but at least as much as you can, because I think that is probably the most anti-aging product. I'm also super excited about the future of sunscreens mm-hmm. because now we can, you know, I'm trying to get away from all chemicals in mm-hmm. a sunscreen using like just zinc or titanium dioxide, which before used to be like really white and pasty and like that lifeguard look. Remember that? Yeah. And so now they can make these formulas super elegant, super beautiful. And you can guide, kind of get a sunblock with a moisturizer that's really creamy and, and beautiful along with like a tint. So you can kind of get three products in one that looks beautiful and I, I'm very enthusiastic about the future of sunscreens because it also kind of saves lives. So it, it's a deeper meaning for me. Definitely. So best advice you've ever received? Probably from my father. And he used to tell myself and all of us girls that the lazy are never lucky. I love that. Oh, that is, yeah, that's a, that's a really, that's really... That is really, really great one. Well, this has been so much fun and we're going to have all information for your products in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your wisdom uh, with us and lessons learned along the way. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, I know that our listeners did as well. So thank you again. Thank you, Kara. Bye. Thanks a lot. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. 
People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening.